Today's episode of Tyson Tate is brought to you by Discover. With prices soaring at the pump, Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target. Now through June on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. We know every dollar matters right now, but you can count on us. Get up to $75 cash back this quarter with Discover's It Card. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, it is my distinct honor and privilege to inform the people, Tate, that the league is in good hands. Yes. It is. The ratings are up. It is. Even uh, without LeBron. John Moran is him. Mm. 47 points against the Golden State Warriors. Or is Jason Tatum him? mm, mm. Tate him. Mm. Mm. I like that. Meanwhile, Luka Doncic, have you heard of this guy? Have you seen this guy? Also him. Uh, Also him. (laughs) Uh, Unbelievable. Taking this, like the Suns. If I'm the Phoenix Suns, how much do you think the Suns are beating themselves up? They like that. That's got to be really frustrating to, if you're the Suns to be watching Luka Doncic, who just became the uh, number one playoff scorer in the history of basketball, just past Michael Jordan, uh, and through the, 18, 19 games. This is a career. No, 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 no <laughs> number one. And meanwhile, the Suns have to look at a guy in DeAndre Ayton who is not scoring more than Michael Jordan mm. playing every single day for their franchise. I bet they're just beating themselves up. I bet they're disgusted. Yeah, they're looking bet, at Ayton. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's just getting double-doubles <laughs> and dominating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Suns are up 2-0. And they're probably going to sweep the Mavs. Uh, we're going to talk about the NBA a little bit. Um, we we uh, I, I am fascinated by John Morant. I, I, I think that's what I want to really focus on today. Maybe mm. maybe we'll do... Um, no, I, I, I don't. I, I want to talk about John Morant. That's really it. That's that I I have been in the universe enamored. of John Moran, yes. the extended universe. I, I, yes, I I. That's really what I want to focus on today. I don't mm. know. We'll see where else we take this thing, but uh, John Morant may in fact be him. He might be the himest him of all the hymns. Yes, and and he came at the right time. You know what I mean? Like he he rose to prominence when being him was <laughs> the right time to be him. I I I cannot get enough, and <laughs> I'm excited to talk it out with Tate. But first, Woody Durham. All right, Tate, we got four uh, playoff series going on. The Heat Sixers series, disgusting. Get it out of my face. That is yeah. that is a... Let's do our get it out of my face ranking. Get it out of my I face ranking. That's get it out of my face. Oh, one. Yeah. I'm, I'm disgusted by what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. I, I just get, I mean... Just I, I, get it out of my face. Is Embiid supposed to come back? He is, right? At some point, there's a chance, maybe. It hopefully. feels like, you know, you know when you're... It's a Ben Simmons situation where no, he's going to assess no. if it's a, if they're down it's 3-0. It's a very, like, not. Gotham situation where, like, the, the they have... The light is shining, but Batman is nowhere to be found. You know what I mean? Like, they are waiting on Joel Embiid. And there are rumors that he wants to play in Game 3, but obviously, I mean, the guy has... Uh, his face is broken. Literally. Get his face out of my face. <laughs> get his broken face. <laughs> Out of my face. Um, I miss Embiid. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the Sixers do too. I think they'd be better. I think mm-hmm. their chances of beating the Heat would be a lot, a lot better, better if they if he was playing. Uh, he is not playing. So get this series out of my face. Do you believe I, Jimmy Butler I, I when he not, says that he wants that he Joel wants. Embiid to play? I'm I'm kind of over that because I I mean I get it. I, you know that that's yeah, fair. What, what Former is, teammate, but you don't want him to play. Who's gonna be the guy that's like I? Listen, I, I, I don't wish ill will on Joel Embiid. I uh-huh. don't want his career to be hampered. I don't want his, you know, livelihood to be impacted. At the same time, 
I love that he's not playing because this helps my chances to win a title. Like, who's gonna have? Who's gonna be the guy that has the balls to say stuff like that? Well, especially in a world where everyone's like, shout out to Draymond Green and JJ Redick for keeping it real. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> that to me would be keeping it real. You know what I mean? That would be the realest thing yes. I've ever heard. Someone being like, you know what? I don't want him to play because yeah. that will hinder our chances of winning. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, damn, dude, that's crazy. But he's not wrong. Um, who's the most likely to say that in the NBA order? It would have been Deion Waiters uh, <laughs> in a. In a previous iteration Jordan Poole would say like if John Morant knock on wood like rolls his ankle in game mm-hmm. three Jordan Poole would accidentally say that in a post-game press conference He'd be like oh really he's out oh that's great for us and yeah he's like oh my bad oh my bad, my bad. <laughs> I didn't know. well we don't say that oh damn I didn't know <laughs> but you're right get that series out of my that face. series is not interesting in the slightest unfortunately and and the heat are interesting I we, we said this last year the heat I find fascinating because um, well, I'm ready for the Heat against whoever wins Boston right, or right, Milwaukee. Right, but the, but that series, get it out of my face. Also, get the Suns-Mavs out of my face. I mean, I was watching Ooh. that last night, and, and the same sort of thing. Like, the Suns are very good. Uh, this has nothing to do with the Suns. It has to do with the series. It has to do with the uh, the the Luka, the, the idea <laughs> that Luka Doncic is, like, the focal point of these of this entire series. <laughs> I, I I felt like I was going crazy when it's great for the Suns. You know what I mean? The Suns oh are, God, are the team. They've obviously were the best team in basketball and have been the best team in basketball. And they have like all the reason to get all the coverage in this series. But like you said, the I'm Luka, watching the Luca gravitas. Is I'm watching last night in the first mm-hmm. quarter. Luca has a stretch where he scores like nine in a row, I think, for the Mavs. Eleven, I forget what it was, but he he it was, it was he has the uh, the and one where he you know he, he does the reverse pivot and travels, slides his pivot foot like crazy and against um, Cam Johnson, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and then bodies and gets the people are like R.I.P. Cam Johnson. He's gonna be okay. Yeah. He's gonna be right. <laughs> and then he flexes and it's just like a big ball of fat. <laughs> you see, like <laughs> pop it out. Um, when, when and I like Luca. <laughs> And I say this as a guy who likes Luca, so it really pains me to say this. Um, and everyone's going crazy, and they're like, "Damn, dude! If if Luca just had any help, any help, any help whatsoever, oh my yeah. god! Think about how good the Mavs would be." And I'm, I'm I feel like I'm going crazy thinking back on watching the Jazz series when the 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 only playoff series that Luca Doncic has won his entire career. Two of those wins came when he was on the bench, hurt with a calf strain. Um, and Jalen Brunson scores 41 points for the Mavs. And I get it. The Jazz are not the, the Suns. The Suns are better defensively, uh, certainly on the perimeter. But um, I, I, the, the idea that Luka has no help, but at the same time, all these guys beat the Jazz twice. But then Luka, this is in the first quarter, and then Luka goes out like at some point in the second quarter. <laughs> and I saw, shout out to our guy, Nick Wright. Fox Sports colleague <laughs> who literally tweeted something like this: "These will probably be the only four minutes that Lucas sits out. Let's see if the the Mavs can can, can sustain, can, can just like make sure the damage isn't too bad, mm-hmm. so that when Luca comes back in, then we can go and then we have a chance. And the Mavs immediately take the lead because they actually play defense when Lucas out. Yeah, <laughs> and, Chris and Paul was coming down the court and was pointing at Luca. Yeah. It was like him. Yeah, by, him. By, by the fourth quarter, yeah, Chris Paul was doing that. But uh, I, I'm I'm just like dying laughing at, at this idea that that the Mavs are winning without Luca. They they take a lead in the series for the first time without Luca. But then also Luca has no help. But then. If Luca doesn't do everything on offense, it's going like just the whole conversation around Luca is absolutely hysterical to me. When like people are just afraid to be like, maybe this guy like you know maybe we overreacted. Maybe maybe 
maybe we shouldn't look at box scores and be like he scored 47 and had 12 assists and and what do you mean he's not the 11 goat? rebounds yeah and say he's definitely the goat even though his team lost by seven and <laughs> in game five of the playoff like maybe maybe we should pump the brakes and and observe the entire context of this of all this i don't know but for that reason get this series out of my face because I, I i'm not interested in watching game three and even if the mavs win the mavs will probably win game three no they won't they're gonna get swept but yeah. um the mavs win game three luca has 44 points and then i have to now hear about how is this man the greatest player in all of basketball when like the advanced stats people are 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 at the same time, pointing out that he gave up fifty-seven points on the other end. Yeah, he has the worst plus minus. But in also, <laughs> it's it, I'm going crazy. It's because it's the same people that I watch shit all over James Harden when he was doing the exact same thing. Or Russell Westbrook. Or like like I've seen this song and dance before, where like these guys that that have usage rates through the roof can't cherry pick. Yeah, and then now Luca comes along. A lot of and, cherry pickers out there. You know what I mean. For that reason, I'm out on this I'm series. Out. I'm out on the Bucks. Um, Celtics series because the Celtics won. <laughs> so for that reason, so, so for that reason, you pull out. Of for that reason, course. I'm gonna pull out. Yeah. I'm gonna opt out for now. I'll opt back in when the Bucks start winning again. Which I mean, they but will. let's be honest. We said on the show, and you know, as I was gushing about Giannis and saying how I think he can be the greatest of all time, we both said the Celtics are going to win Game Two because they are a good basketball team, and you have to win that game. If they were yeah. a bad basketball team. They would have lost that game, and weaker teams would have lost. And the Grizzlies too, to a certain extent. I mean, like they stepped up and said, "We cannot lose this yeah. game." And John Moran was incredible. Are you out on that series? No, I'm not because yes. because the the, the so sub- that is the one series that we are. I mean, I am in on the. I'm, yeah. on, I'm uh, in on the course, Bucks, Celtics, of course, of course, obviously. But I was but just, after I was game just three, when the Bucks win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in on the the Grizzlies Warriors is the most fascinating series because. John Moran is him. And what does that mean? I have no idea. I just like, it, it's become crystal clear that of all the hymns that are currently hymning, and there's a lot of hymns out there. We covered this <laughs> on the Duffies. They're hymning. They're hymning and humming. But of all the hymns, there, there's one hymn that's himmer than all the other hymns, and it's John Moran. And I find it fascinating because um, there, there's there's like the tug of war, the passing of the torch stage. Is it happening in front of our very eyes or is it not? We don't know. Steph Curry, (laughs) like Steph Curry changes basketball forever. Steph Curry is the guy that like all the LeBron's the quote unquote best player in the world. LeBron is the, the alpha male of the NBA. LeBron is the, the guy that's getting pushed to the moon by the NBA. He runs the league behind closed Mm -hmm. doors, all that sort of thing. And yet Steph Curry is the one. He's the Omega, the the playground. And like, like you go to any first grade, first grade playground, there's not kids that are playing basketball, they're like, I'm LeBron. No, I'm LeBron. Like, fuck. Yeah. They're like, I get to be Steph. That's yeah. what they all want to be yeah. Steph, right? Yeah. And I feel like John Morant is that now. Like that, like John Morant is the new Steph in that regard. But then he's actually going up against Steph, who is still the Steph of <laughs> I would say Steph is still the Steph. The Steph, the Steph that was Who's the Steph like, Curry of the NBA? Would yeah, you say? Is yeah. it Steph? It's like the teenagers are still like, I'm gonna be Steph, but like the six year olds are like, I'm gonna be Ja. Ja, yeah. And 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 in the same, like like Giannis and Ja are the new LeBron and Steph in that mm. regard, where it's like Giannis is is the face, or maybe not, but you know what I mean. Like he's the the dominating force. He's the the freak athlete. The he's the one that actually like he could win a title by quote unquote by, by himself yes. every single year, no matter who's that on. That is Le- LeBron's greatest uh, attribute. That like he single handedly could quote unquote win a title by every himself. single year. If you're making MVP preseason MVP Luka lists, yeah, <laughs> you're making preseason MVP lists. You're making preseason title lists. You don't even have to look up who's mm-hmm. on what teams or what the circumstances are of anything. You just put Giannis on the MVP list. Yeah, 
and the Bucks on the title list. Mm-hmm. And whether he's the favorite, I doesn't matter. He's going to be one of. He's going to be in yeah. the conversation. As we yes. Say. And uh, for that reason, he's LeBron. But I think Ja might be Steph, and that that's why this series is fascinating to me because, like, the we're 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 living in a moment where Ja is becoming. Like Jaws having his coming out party on a huge like he's been he's been great the entire time he's been in the league like the moment he was he was awesome in the NCAA tournament when we 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 saw him there. triple double yeah um but he's having like his this is if he beats the Warriors I mean come on if the if the if the Grizzlies actually upset the Warriors yeah which isn't even an upset because they have home court advantage oh, but it's also an upset it kind of reminds me of like Shaq and Penny beating the Bulls you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like you doing that already shoot you into the stratosphere of oh wow you're really one of you're one of those ones yes you're one of those ones <laughs> but at the same time the warriors feel like there's a resurgence going on with them as well they where they, they they're coming back around after yes. clay was hurt and uh and and it's so so they're it's it's we, we found ourselves in a uh, a tug of war of teams of destiny is what i'm saying and that's why that series is so fascinating to me mm-hmm. and it all comes down to basically steph versus job which is not what this series is per se but it is for my stupid lizard brain because that's how i think about basketball sometimes is like is Ja him or is it Steph? I don't know. Yeah, Steph is Steph, Ja is him. And I think in general in this series, it's very much like last year the play-in happens. The Warriors get knocked out by the Grizzlies. The Warriors yes. weren't prepared for Ja Morant to, to punch them in the mouth. You know, this time around, they are very prepared. And he's still in that game too, what, the last 15 points he scores? He's unbelievable yes. down the stretch. So you you have to say this guy is on another level. So Steph Curry has to acknowledge that. Clay Thompson was great in game one, but the Warriors in the same way that the Bucks, they already got what they like when you're a seasoned vet in these playoffs, you already got what you came to do. Objective complete. We got we stole a game and we have home court. Yeah. So the Warriors feel great. Right. The Bucks feel great. They expect to win both games at home. And guess what? Now we're dealing with a three one scenario. I don't know if John Moran and can come out of a three one. The Warriors aren't gonna blow a three one lead. <laughs> but if he does, because <laughs> you know, as as we saw the PR that came out of that, that was the greatest comeback of all time, all this sort of stuff. I mean, if John Moran comes back from three one against mm-hmm. the Warriors, he's the new LeBron, and who's Giannis <laughs> then at that point? Oh Curry. My he's no Curry. my god. <laughs> But um, it's fascinating. I mean, this series so, and Dylan Brooks is now Draymond because he's suspended from point. a game in the series, so they have the excuse built in of that. And people forget in 2015 uh, when I was around the Warriors team, they go down two one to the Grizzlies. Are you, you on the beat? You're on the Warriors beat that year. I was on the Warriors <laughs> beat, man. I, I I I was I had a lot of stock in Steph Curry being the next Michael Jordan. I was, <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be it. And you had Mike Conley on the other side of that, but you remember this: the Grizzlies go up two one. Yep. And it looks like the, the Grizzlies are going to beat the Warriors in this series because they're too tough. They're like very physical with Steph Curry. And Steph in game four was incredible. Was that, that was when, Draymond, when Mike broke his face and then Draymond yeah. him in the face. Well, yeah. exactly. So, and then Draymond. That's what Dylan Brooks just did. Yeah. So maybe, you know what I mean? We could be at one of those crucial cruxes in time where mm. it pushes the other way. The pendulum swings in favor of the Grizzlies mm. instead of the Warriors. Sliding doors moment, yeah. if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm fascinated by this because I, I haven't stopped thinking about it since since John Morant takes over the end of that game, uh, finishes with 47 points as we said. Taylor Rooks tweets. Uh, I, I had this tweet sent to me a million times that Taylor Rooks just points out without context. So like I imagine guys like my dad and and that ilk that are on Twitter are very confused as to what the hell any of this means. Uh, that Taylor Rooks tweets. That John Morant has him tattooed on his wrist, <laughs> and I just like I put my mind, I put myself in the shoes of like being like a fifty eight year old yeah. and reading that on Twitter and being like, what does that even mean? Like, why why is that a tweet? 
And I say that because I'm 34 years old and I read that and I was like, I'm, I, I know what this means. Yeah. Like, I, of course I know what this means. I know what it it's means. It's a category on the Duffins. Yeah, I'm yeah. him. I, of course I know what this means. But also in a much more real sense, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> like how did I, I, uh, I and, and I have, I, I honest to God, I, I spent all day yesterday mm-hmm. leading up to the games. Even as I'm watching like like Luca and the versus the Suns, and I'm watching the Heat, and um, you can't get him out of your head. I can't get him out of my head. Uh-huh. All I'm thinking about is like, is, is Luca him? I but but like something about Luca is not him to me. No, you don't. You know what? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do the Coors Light King of the Mountain take. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the bill that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look, delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com/tnt. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Uh, instead of doing. King of the Mountain. Let's let's tweak it. Let's do him mm. in the mountain. Uh, there's a lot of goat talk out there. Obviously, we're done with goats. I think we're done with goats. I want to introduce the idea of arguing over the hoats, the the hemists. <laughs> the hemists. <laughs> Who, who's the hemist of all time? The hem of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The I'm, I, him. That's what I'm fascinated about because, like, as I'm watching John Morant in these playoffs, I I, I need some sort of of rubric to go off of mm-hmm. to understand where his hemness stacks up against all the greatest hemmers. <laughs> Hemmer for dead. <laughs> is Hemmer, is, is, is Jimmer a Hemmer? Hemmer. Yeah, um, I think he once upon a time, Jimmer for dead in was 2009 him. was him. Yeah. So I, I, need, I need help like understanding what this actually is. We need to actually define it. And I think this is a great opportunity for you and I to get ahead of this, where we can be on the forefront of him discussion, on, yes. of hot discussions. Mm-hmm. Um, but we first have to start with the broad view. What does it mean to be him? Is it... Is it a skill set, Tate? Is it like the guy who's dominating the game? Is it uh, the 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 best player on on a playoff mm. in a playoff series that's just like leading the entire playoff series and points and rebounds and assists and all that? Does that make you him? Do you need that no. plus? Is it like the attitude? Is it it's, is it it's, it's the it's, confidence in yourself? Is it do you need both? Do you there's need, a recipe. Okay, there's a walk recipe. me through this, please. And we'll do some cultural translating here because you know him came from Kevin Gates, the rapper. I don't know if you know Kevin Gates, but he he. It was I do not know. <laughs> I do not know. The Alex Toussaint Peloton class. Not related not to Bill Gates. A, I've not played a lot of Kevin. But Gates. him in the Kevin Gates universe is his or her. Imperial Majesty, right? So that that is like it is that is what him stands for. It's an acronym. And then he made a song. Gucci Mane made a song like I'm him. And then Michael Beasley really brought it to the forefront. You know what I mean? He kind of broke the wall when he had his little viral video come out where he says, I'm him. Yeah. And what it means on a basketball court, I would say, was you're valid, right? You're 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 to put it in the whites, uh, the way that, like, you know, you're that guy, pal. You know what I mean? Like, like instead of... Uh, Translate for the whites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that guy, pal. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you really are that guy. When, when you see Dan Marino throw a football, you say, you're that guy, pal. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you see Caleb Love hit that shot over Mark Williams, you're like, you're that it's guy, It's just pal. another way of saying you're very good. You're valid. You're good. You're, yeah. You got it. But do, do you need the attitude with it? Yes. I think you have to have... Like, it's Tim Tim Duncan does not, not feel like him. a him. No. But Tim Duncan was that guy. He's that's, an Omega. Do you understand why that's confusing? Because, like, yes. Tim Duncan, you watch him play, you're like, this man is one of the all-time greats. Maybe, Kobe was him. Kobe was him, but Duncan wasn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. I just... Shaq was not him. Shaq was not him. Mm-hmm. Okay, because... It's an attitude. Because I, I, had, I had this other thought. Do you have to be uh, a guard to be him? I don't does think does so. having the ball in your hands help you? Kevin be Garnett him? was him. <laughs> okay. All Rasheed right. Wallace was okay, him. Okay, can, can I can I so I put a list together because I need I need help with this. 
I put together my because because th- this is what's at stake. I, I have my uh, my my hot list. Okay, is what I'm calling it. I like it. And I need to understand where Ja is going to fall. Like I, I'm going to wait for this his playoff run to end to figure out where I'm going to slot Ja on my hot list. So he is not on my my hot list. I have a I have a nice clean top eleven here. Um, and I'm him came into the cultural zeitgeist around 2019, right when John was drafted. Was drafted. Okay. So he is he is the most him, in my opinion, of the hymns. But we'll talk about. Does it. Down. so? Does you're an expert in both of these fields, obviously. <laughs> does rap music, uh, does it propel basketball culture, or does basketball culture propel rap music? Because it feels like I think they're intertwined. Okay. Because uh, you know. Everyone knows. Everyone knows the Master P. You know, Master P wants to play basketball, and every basketball player wants to be Master P. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. If you wouldn't have explained it to me, I would have. If I would have stumbled across this Kevin Gates song you're talking about, I would have been 100 percent convinced that he saw the Michael Beasley video I I saw, and then wrote, <laughs> made a song based on Michael Beasley. That's, That's what I'm trying to understand. Michael like, Beasley dude. broke it through to like like your local 11 year old in the suburbs. You know, is like I know what him is. <laughs> I saw it on House of Highlights. <laughs> Michael Beasley, gotcha. whoever that man is, he's him. All right, so here, here is my hot list. Here's my top eleven hot list. I start at number one. It is in fact Michael Beasley because when I think of him, I think of Michael Beasley. I think of, I think Shout a, a lot of guys can be him in the Western Conference semifinals. Can you be him? Like that's easy. It's easy. To, it's easy to score fifteen straight points, even Tate, in a fourth quarter of a playoff game, yeah. and then point to the crowd and say I'm him and and do the gritty and like, <laughs> you know. Stun on everyone. That's easy. It's a lot harder to Whoop be a, that trick. Yeah, it's a lot harder in a gym full of fourteen-year-olds at a YMCA yes. to like dominate a pickup game as a former number two overall pick in the NBA draft. You got a lot of pressure on you, and then you, turn you to show these kids, <laughs> and then turn to the camera and still have the exact same amount of energy <laughs> that you would have if if this was a playoff game. Yes. And point to the camera and say, "I'm him." Uh-huh. So that for that reason, Michael Beasley is my number one hope. Is that a fair? I think it's fair because he he like I said he broke the wall. You know okay. what I mean? He brought him to the general mainstream. Okay, my number two. This is this is off the beaten path, and it might get controversial at this point. My number two hote is Calvin Murphy, old school. Who mm. once upon a time, the reason I put Calvin Murphy at number two is that there's a famous story when Calvin Murphy was at Niagara in 1968. They played Syracuse in like the third game of the season at home. Calvin Murphy Calvin Murphy scored 68 points in this game. But before the game started, he did a baton, a baton twirling exhibition. Legend. This is a true story. Yeah. You can Google this. Yeah. He was a, a national champion baton twirler. Mm-hmm. Like he would the, think of the, the drum majors at marching bands. He'd throw the baton in the air and catch it, basically. He did like an exhibition during pregame warmups that all the Syracuse <laughs> players stopped warming up. They watched him twirl a baton, and then he dropped 68 on him and beat him. And to me, when I heard that story, I was like, he's him. I don't yeah, know what that him. means, but oh, that's, a, that's a him move. He's a magician. Okay. Yeah, I like that. At number three, I had Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> wow. Is he him? Gilbert is definitely him. Uh, I, I think there would be some people that would be, uh, you know, Gilbert has some haters and things like that, but what him doesn't. So I, I think Gilbert's up there. Gil- Gilbert, in the same way that Kobe was him, like Gilbert actually had more of the him attitude. You know what I mean? Like Kobe had the mama mentality. Kobe had the mama mentality, but Gilbert. Was- I just think Gilbert Arenas was a guy that had. Um, there was always like a new, th- a new story I would hear about Gilbert Arenas, about like his his. Th- there's like a legend that built of Gilbert Arenas. Like when mm-hmm. I found out he wore number zero because w- what was it? That's how many people believed in him or something. Yeah, like that? something like that. Yeah. 
There's been a lot of like, agent, but, yeah. I mean, even which, him being Agent Zero and making it cool to wear Zero, like yeah. Austin Rivers wore Zero. You know what I mean? Like he made it a thing to wear. And then you know, we we obviously go from there and have a bunch of zeros. But uh, he's him. He's he's. And then the 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 gun situation, which like he <laughs> turned into. Yeah. He turned into like actually funny, kind of <laughs> like the way he tells. <laughs> I don't know the fact that he like has. I mean, and he's like a he's a voice. You know what I mean? Like he's got his own show and everything. So like he's he is him. I don't have I don't have Ron Artest on my list, but does, would would Ron Artest count as him? I think once upon a time, but I don't know about Meta. Meta might Meta not is be. not him. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. I think Meta's piece. I think Meta's Omega. I think him is more. Him is an alpha mentality, right? It's a belief that like you are obviously the the one you know what i mean you're one of those ones so you have to have an alpha mentality i feel like i feel like ron artest had an alpha mentality met artest has an omega mentality is, is one of them ones the same as being him i think i think i think you're in the conversation <laughs> to just, put it in MVP one terms ones, one of them ones is you're in the conversation you're nominated him. yes you're yes. nominated to possibly be him. of course okay at number four i had stefan marbury wow is that a good him i like him all right. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Franchise would be up there as another person that would that would say Steve Francis. Yeah. Okay. At I number like five, it. I had Alan, Alan Iverson. Him. At number six, this could get controversial. I don't I don't know how I feel about it. It it feels a little different, but I let me explain. I had Larry Bird. And the reason I had Larry Bird because in my mind Larry him, Bird is him. Larry Bird You're right. Yeah, You're right about that. Him is a guy in my mind that is not only scoring, he's talking insane shit yeah. as he's doing it. He's he's a guy who on a night that he scored 55 points, he talked shit or celebrated every single basket that went in. Mm-hmm. And my brain f- observes that and says, how can how can you find the stamina to... Like, if, if you score 55 points, you probably made, like, at least 13 field goals. Eh? How can every single one of those 13, mm-hmm. you find the energy to sell to do a three-point celebration, a, a, you know, a three-to-the-dome type deal, or a, you know what I mean? Or a tap your head when you dunk on a guy. <laughs> um or talk shit every single made basket. And I it, like it takes a special breed to, to 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 bring that every single time. And Larry Bird is one of those guys I thought. Absolutely. Okay. Agreed hundred percent. All right. I'll go through the rest here. Steve Francis, I had on my list. Oh, at number, ma- seven. At number eight, right behind number Larry seven. Bird. Oh, wow. Number seven. Number seven. Wow. Number eight number. is Pistol Pete. Love that. Number nine is Brandon Jennings. <laughs> Honestly. You know, I mean, he might be on your list. I don't want to jump ahead, but you know who else would be in the Brandon Jennings category of him? OJ Mayo. Oh, OJ Mayo going at Michael Jordan as a high schooler and saying, I will put buckets on you and and convincing Michael Jordan to put on shoes and shorts and play against him. Yeah. As a high schooler. That's how much he got in his head. And Michael was like, this kid is so much of him because Michael's a him, you know, and Michael Jordan is him. Yeah, obviously. So like. But two, is he the two, two hymns in the same gym. Two hymns in the same gym. You got to play. You, like when you see another hymn, you're like, we got to play one on one right now. That's just it's how on it site. works. That's on site. It's on site. Uh, number nine is Brandon Jennings because I I just like, like Brandon Jennings. I, I remember, I remember Greg and my dad and I were walking on the Las Vegas Strip. And uh, I want to say, was it 2004, 2005? We're at the, at the, the Reebok big time. Uh, tournament, which back in the day that was like the, shout out to Reebok, man. What Reebok had Sonny like NFL contracts, like they had everything going. Sonny Vaccaro took over for Reebok, like shot him to the moon, and then stepped away, and they died. Yes. Um, but at the time, the Reebok big time was, and this was the time where like if you were, everyone went to the same tournaments. It wasn't like you're a Nike team, so you only go to the Nikes. Yeah, it wasn't tur- circuits. It wasn't there weren't yeah. circuits. There was like one AAU circuit. So the Reebok big time was the biggest deal. 
And uh, Greg and my dad and I were walking on the Vegas Strip. We bump into this this nice lady we meet who like starts like she notices Greg. She starts talking to Greg. Um, I think she asked for a picture with Greg. Was just a complete joy to talk to. Mm. And then we we asked her. She was by herself. We asked her like, "What what are you doing walking around by yourself?" She's like, "Well, I, I brought my son. Um, I'm here with my son, but he's not 21." Um, so I'm, I'm just walking around Vegas, like trying to just enjoy Vegas on my own right now. He's, he's back at the hotel and we're like, well, what, what is your son doing? He's like, oh, he's playing in your guys' tournament. We're like, oh really? What's your son's name? Maybe we'll see him. And she said, Brandon Jennings. Oh, and I was wow. like, oh, okay, cool. Well, good luck to your son. And like, we, at the time, like we're the best AU team and you know, like, we're like, <laughs> You're like we don't need to know. I don't, I don't need anybody <laughs> shit about anybody else. And then we played Brandon Jennings. And we beat him, but like he had, he he was absolutely disgusting. I think he was like a year or two younger than us. He was he was incredible. And I remember thinking back on that interaction with his mom, where his his mom was basically telling us he's him, mm-hmm. and then we saw that he was him. And I guess that's my point. It's like this 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 is this goes all the way back for me. This goes back to bumping into his mother. And, she's and like, to further confirm that Brandon Jennings is him, he famously said Bucks and Six. He did. And he did. and it literally was a, a premonition because then the Bucks with Giannis Antetokounmpo <laughs> dropping 50 won the won NBA the title. title. So in, in Bucks six. and Six. Um, my last two are Kirk Creesa. Oh! <laughs> and then at number 11, I have Michael Jordan. <laughs> so there you go. That's my top eleven, him of all time. Oh man, that's funny. Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan might come out of retirement because of that. One notch below Kirk Kreese. Uh. Oh man. <laughs> you know, my only gripe is that number one on my list is God. Um, him. The he. Oh, he is uh him for me. Okay. So God's number one on mine. You know what? Um, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna slot in Jesus of Nazareth at number four. <laughs> knocks Stephon Marbury down to five. <laughs> Jordan is now AI's out of the top five. AI's out of the top five. That's the headline. Alan Iverson (laughs) not in the top five. Him. So I have Michael Beasley, Calvin Murphy, Gilbert Arenas, Jesus of Nazareth, and then Stephon Marbury. (laughs) Honestly, it's good to get Jesus in there. In my mind, I'm going to say Black Jesus and put Jordan at four. Who's the who? 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 Who are we? Kobe. You think Kobe's a him? Kobe's a him. Okay, but he but he was like he he was so much of a him. That he created his own mentality. You know what I mean? Like, him is a mentality, right? Kobe created the Mamba mentality, so he superseded him. Like, in, remember the commercial yeah. when Kanye's in there, and he's like, what the F are you talking about, Kobe Bryant? You know? Kanye's a him, but he didn't understand Mamba. You know what I mean? It went, it went above him. Hearing it's you talk about step. OJ Mayo and, and MJ um, <laughs> reminded me of Kyrie and Kobe. Mm. And... I thought Kyrie Irving once upon a time was him. I don't think he's him anymore. He's not him, no. Is, Durant's not him. Durant's not him. Yeah. Durant's one of them ones, but he's not him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more- LeBron's not him either, I don't think. I think Ooh. young LeBron is him. I think when LeBron, when LeBron went to the Lakers, he was no longer him. Hmm. That's, only, my, that's my theory. Yeah, here's the truth of it, though. The only difference between an alpha and a beta is that an alpha thinks he's an alpha, right? So, like... I think that I think they have they they have more they have more beta tendencies than alpha tendencies, but you know what I mean. It's like they are him. I think I think Kevin Durant is him. I think LeBron is him. They're just not the same level of like tattooing it on your hand. Because <laughs> as we know, tattoo is the next level of dedication of commitment to it. As we see with Kyle, Kyle I mean yeah. Kyle has OSB. I mean it's for life. What if the new the, the new terminology in like fifteen years? 
is OSP somehow. Yeah. Like some rapper comes out with a song called I'm a, I'm, I'm OSP. Don't even get That's me started new... because Ray Shrimmer came out with us. We we launched a podcast. We're like, it's going to be called Teed Up. And then Ray Shrimmer dropped a song called Teed Up. And all the kids in Los Angeles were like, what, what are you doing this weekend? I don't know, man. I'm going out and I'm getting teed up. It was it was a whole thing. I was so excited. I was like, we did it. Like we we got like I got ahead of it. You know what I mean? With the duffel bag stuff. I was like, we're ahead of it. We're on the we're on the cutting edge of this and it's gone. You know what I mean? It reminds like me of what I, I started making Club Trill shirts. And uh <laughs> Trillionaires. Dude, I Bun B, you had all of Houston behind you. I did. Yeah. I had I started we we were making the Club Trill shirts and we ripped off the run DMC logo, which is a story I've told. A million times we, we we ripped it off because it was just an easy logo to parody yeah two red bars and block of letters um <laughs> and we made the shirts and then i remember when homage came to me and like said and they they said they they, they made a list of all the professional athletes that were buying my shirt and i was like blown away but i remember braylon edwards was like one that was early on john dre jordan bought a shirt and was like taking pictures oh, wearing man. a club drill shirt and i was like don't oh. tell the sixers fans that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to get this man, drive this man out of the city. This was back when he was yeah. This uh, back when he was yeah, Lob City. When he was Lob yeah, City, exactly. Yeah, so he needs to get another club so, uh, show and get it together. But I, I remember hearing about all the, the the professional athletes that were wearing my shirt, and I was like, dude, is 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 my block like that popular? This yeah. is insane. Everyone's like, yeah, you're like Braylon Edwards reads my blog. <laughs> And then I had someone explain to me, dude, it's probably the Run DMC logo plus the the, the trill. The trill. Yeah. Was Everyone like, oh. wants to be trill, you know yeah, what I mean? Because like, oh, like trill's you. like too real, you know what I mean? I got you. Quick break to talk about our friends at Discover. When prices are soaring at the pump, Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn five percent cash back at gas stations and Target now through June on up to fifteen hundred dollars in purchases when you activate. We know every dollar matters right now, but you can count on us. Get up to seventy five dollars cash back this quarter. With Discover It card, limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. And thanks to Edmonds for sponsoring the show. Buying or selling a car is already a big decision. And environmental sustainability, record gas prices, and the rise of electric cars may have you thinking of new options. For more than 50 years, Edmonds has helped people confidently shop the ever-changing car market with in-depth reviews, online shopping tools, and expert guidance. A free vehicle appraisal is just one of many ways Edmonds empowers car shoppers. Explore all your options, whether you want something more environmentally friendly, roomier, or safer, learn from comprehensive articles like their electric vehicle buying guide, read honest, in-depth reviews. They even have EV rankings for categories, including SUVs and luxury vehicles. You could confidently plan your next buy and get most of the shopping done before you visit a dealership. Know the value of your trade-in and get an instant cash offer from a participating dealership. If you're considering making a change on the road, Edmonds is here to help. Visit edmunds.com slash appraisal to get your free online appraisal today. That's E-D-M-U-N-D-S dot com slash appraisal. Edmonds, they drive it like it is. Also want to talk about First Leaf. You know, the older I get, the more satisfying it becomes to go to a a, a party, a get together, a a a shindig, if you will, and uh, be a guy who shows up with a bottle of wine. Tate, this is this is a classy move. This is a timeless move. This is something people have been doing for hundreds of years. But what's happening now, and I started noticing more and more in my twenties, was that it was the same bottles of wine that people were bringing. They they were faking it. They were like trying to bring in the bottles of wine and be the classy person. But we all could read right through it. You just went to the grocery store on the way here, found a cheap bottle, grabbed it. Like a lot, I, of, a lot of Josh's. Yes, a lot of a lot of Josh's. <laughs> a lot of Josh. Yes. 
Stop joshing around. And so I've taken a lot of pride in being the guy that comes with a bottle of wine that no one's heard of, that no mm. one knows. And 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 I come across as a wino. Um, they're like, how do you how how do you understand houseway? How how are you doing this? <laughs> I'm here to tell you, folks, what my secret is. My secret is first leaf. They do the hard work for you. They make it simple to discover new wines you'll love without the hit or miss. First Leaf simples 10,000 wines a year from around the world and selects only the finest bottles. They take the time to learn what you like and what you don't, then send you world-class wines tailored to your taste. And if you're not happy with the wine you receive, First Leaf will credit you for another. It doesn't get any simpler than that. It is it is a, a, a fail-proof system. Uh, sign up today and you'll get your first six bottles for $29.95 plus free shipping. Do the math on that. It is absolutely insane. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash Tate. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash Tate to get your first six bottles for $29.95 plus free shipping. Go be the person that shows up at the party with the cool bottles of wine and everyone's asking you how you're doing it and then you just make up a bunch of stuff because you don't actually know how First Leaf does it. You're just the guy that showed up with the wine. Go be that guy. It's fun to be that guy. Firstleaf.com slash Tate. Um, shout out to anybody still listening to this and having any idea what the hell we're talking about with him. But but this kind of this kind of I, I was thinking about this too with uh, like Jim's, <laughs> Jim has no Jim idea. him him Cunningham him Cunningham. Hey, there you go. Um. Derek Rose is another good one. Oh, he's Derek him. Rose Derek's him. him. Yeah. Derek yeah. is the one. Like, the reason Derek wore number one is <laughs> because one. he is the one. Derek Rose, I still am waiting. Like, I mean, Curry hit me in a different way. But at the end of the day, if you ask Stephen Curry who's better between him and Derek Rose, like, he was the third string point guard on USA behind Derek. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he was, like, way down the charts. And Steph barely made that team. They cut John Wall because John Wall quit like in practice because he was mad that he was running with the threes and the fours instead of the ones and the twos and then steph curry made the team because john Wall quit you know what i mean but yeah. Derek was up here that's how like i always judge it's like steph is one of two in the league as far as fame popularity success him and lebron and Derek was up here at that point already at 22 so yes he's definitely him well th th hearing you talk about um steph how he he would talk about Derek rose um this is this is interesting to me is that that guys it, it does feel like if you want to know the real pecking order of mm. of players ask the players but I, I find it an interesting time where jimmy butler is talking about Embiid and he just like slips in there he's like that's my envy you know when he was talking about i, I hope Embiid plays in this series because yeah i would love to play against the guy who i consider the mvp and it, it it's very which is also a slight at Jokic. Right? yeah it's a slight at Jokic. Jokic. yeah uh LeBron, I saw tweeted about the dweebs that vote on these awards. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who gave LeBron dweebs? Because that's a great word. It's a great I'm word. Glad, yeah, glad he brought that. Um, so part of me, part, part of me is like that would be insane to let the players vote on all the awards, and but then at the same time, I think ultimately I do respect what the players think more than I respect even when you know, and, and we do this for a little. This is like we talk about this like we we yeah. fall into the category of not players we'd fall into the category of the uh the talking heads but i do think i care more about what the players say but then also at the same time there's not a a player podcast i i care to listen to whatsoever yeah yeah, yeah. no it's a it's a fine line like yeah. i'm not interested in the players tribune articles i'm not interested in you know what's funny i went to the uh i went to the chicago all-star game and weird dinner and you know all these older guys they're all talking about like their era you know dominique wilkins all these guys and we're at dinner and they're like, who is the great? Because they're talking about the goat. The goats. Everyone's talking about the goat. The goat. The goat. The goat. And those guys in there, a lot of all stars from the '80s. Their goat was Michael Ray Richardson. 
Mm. The Sugar Man. Mm-hmm. Which is like, no one even knows who that is. You know what I mean? So that, and he obviously had his problems, the league, uh-huh. and, you know, but like you ask all those guys that was playing around then, around Dr. Jane on them, they're like, yeah, the Sugar Man. Yeah. So like, it's hilarious because like the players and the way that they talk about the players and the respect that they have is totally different from like the, the media and the legacy and all right, these conversations. Right. Cause like when it just comes down to the game, they're right. like they're like you just play the game against the Sugar Man. It's gonna be a problem. It's the same way. That <laughs> so it's like Dominique Wilkins. You would never say Michael Jordan's better than him or Larry Bird is better than him. He's like <laughs> Michael Ray Richardson is better than me. No, it, it is fascinating. It's like like when when if you ask Greg Oden who the best player on our AAU team was, he'll tell you Curtis White. It was a kid that played yeah. Howard. He was a six four power forward and wasn't even thick. He was like skinny. He was he was like six four one eighty, and played power forward somehow. And uh, we've talked about him on the show a handful yeah, of times, yeah, but. Yeah. Uh, it's it's that sort of thing where like every you know given all the guys that played in the league that were on our team you'd be like that doesn't make a lick of sense but to Greg he's like you had to be there man that's just one of those things so I, I, I find that <laughs> yeah. I, I always find that interesting I think like basketball is the one sport where that happens the most exactly where that is which is why I I love that's why I think it's never a definitive conversation like that's why I get mad when people are like this is the list or this is that it's like no because. You ask anyone at any point in time, like this player, this, you know what I mean? It's like, it's obviously all subjective and it's obviously all yeah based on. Well, sh- should, there, gripes, should there be usually. a player's MVP? Should the players, should the so. players union put out award, give out awards? That would, I, that would honestly be great. Yeah. I wonder who would win it. I think Chris I mean, Paul would win it. It would tell you a lot about. It would, it would tell you a lot of things. I'm not sure how much. I think Chris Paul would win. If they did a player. Chris Paul this, wins this, year, every this year, I think he would win. Because yeah. he's like not the president anymore. You know, CJ's taking over. Yeah. So he's kind of like, he gets to do his Obama thing where he's like, you know, blood's yeah. off my hands. You know, wipe your hand clean. And then you just get to be like the cool guy that everyone's like, man, I love when Chris was doing yeah. things. Yeah. And he's obviously on the best team in basketball. So maybe Booker, though. Everybody likes Booker, too. Chris Paul winning MVP this year would be hilarious if if the players came out and said Chris. What would Paul's- Ryan Rosillo do? Would he do an emergency <laughs> podcast? I would want to call into that. I think I Rosillo. I think Rosillo would actually be mad. I think like Rosillo does like it's going to be fascinating if Chris Paul wins a title. How Rosillo plays it? Is he is he upset that that uh, you know every, everyone's on his side now? Because I I think that was yeah, that, that was his right. brand. You know what yeah, I mean? Like his yeah. brand is like I see what you guys don't see. Uh-huh. I'm I'm I, I study the tape. I see that Chris Paul plays this game at a level no one else can play it at. And even though you, you all you simple-minded people keep saying he chokes in the playoffs, that's not the case. Yeah. And then he doesn't choke in the playoffs, and everyone's like, "Man, Chris Paul really might be the greatest point guard ever." I don't, I don't know if Priscilla would like that. Actually, I will say this: I don't know if Chris like Paul, that. the 2015 playoff win, even though it was a first-round win against the Spurs, who had just won the championship with Kawhi and Duncan mm-hmm. and Manu and Tony Parker. That was when I was like, Chris Paul might be him. <laughs> he was incredible in that series. That was 2015. 2015 was the last time I was like, the NBA is He's, just wide open. Yeah, yeah. Which is fun. You know what it I mean? Was, I, that's yeah. why the ratings are, I was like, why are the ratings up? It was like, because it used to be LeBron or the Warriors. You know what I mean? Right. Which was great. I mean, they were dynasties. It was amazing to watch, but it's nice to have this breath no, of this fresh year, air. No, this year's been great. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it, it's funny, though, because I, I have seen... Um, some people make try, try to not like not people of any consequence whatsoever. I'm just like you know I click on the wrong Twitter threads and then you mm. get caught like seeing people. No, it's make, the it's the make, algorithm. Yeah, um, I I see people complaining about how the NBA is so predictable and the the <laughs> like who cares about the playoffs? It's all orchestrated and predictable anyway. But then basically every outcome that's possible <laughs> from here 
is is has been explained by these people. You know what I mean? Like it's it's <laughs> like yes. it's it's so predictable. It's gonna be the Warriors over the Celtics. Uh-huh. Like duh, we all see where this is going. And then you see like another guy. It's like it's so predictable. It's Bucks. It's yeah, gonna be Bucks Suns. Exactly. Duh. Every, everyone everyone's giving duh, but they're giving different duhs. They're yeah. giving different answers. And I can't uh, watch that shit, dude. It's it's so org- it's so like clear as day. It's gonna be Heat versus Warriors. Like I'm not gonna watch <laughs> it. I'm not gonna give this a, a, a second of my time. That, yeah. That the heat, the heat Grizzlies, duh. I, we all see where this is going. Yeah. The NBA wants Ja versus Luca in the in the Western Conference Finals. It's obvious, you know. I think we were right though. The NBA wants Giannis versus Steph. Yeah, that's best for business. I think what's best for business is Celtics Warriors. Celtics Warriors. That's best for business. That's yeah, 100% they do love Boston. Yeah. What's best for basketball is Bucks Warriors, yeah. but the Suns. It's going to be Suns Warriors, and then it's going to be. Suns are going to beat the Warriors. Yeah, it doesn't. The, the I don't. I don't think, I think it the Suns are going to the. Let's 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 predict. I, I, the Suns are going to win the title. I, I'm in. I believe this, it. This, They're the best team. This Suns. The the Chris Paul. Um, going back to Chris Paul. The 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 first two games of the series, especially last night, it was it, it was. It's so fun to watch him. Um, when when he's playing at the level he was at last night, where he's just like picking apart. Luca, where every single time down the floor he's figuring out a way to get Luca on him, and yeah, and no, it's great. It it just like it's perfect, basketball, but but to have it happen against Luka Doncic and and to do it in a way that is, <laughs> it's just like it, it it's to have such a clear demonstration of like what the criticism should be about Luca, but no one will criticize that guy because he's a golden boy. The second he won the early MVP, I don't know if you knew this, <laughs> and that's it's a one way ticket to media <laughs> darling. Um, the criticisms of Luca are are demonstrated by Chris Paul, which is that like Chris Paul could he, he shows at the end of the game I could score every single time down if the floor I if I really to. wanted to. Yeah. But also at the same time, this is a team game and I have to get everyone involved and all that sort of thing. And Luca's Luca's way of getting everyone involved is I'm gonna get going. I'm gonna wait till there's three seconds left on the shot clock and I'm mm-hmm. halfway in the air and then I'm gonna <laughs> rocket a pass to, to a spot up. And then if you miss, it's your fault. It's your you fault. Know, yeah. And we need more help. Yeah. What else? That that's my that's my hymn. That's my hot list, though. I I I want to I want to invent this. I want this to be a thing. I, I, I'm, I I'm, like it. I like it a lot. I don't know how much Dame Power him's gonna. Ja have. Ja Morant but, wasn't on the list though, right? Or was no, he, that's what I'm saying. I'm waiting for Ja. I think like Ja has a chance. If Ja beats the the Warriors, he's number one. He has a tattooed. I think he shoots the number one. He shoots the number one. I think Beasley's a great because didn't Beasley get drafted number two? I think yeah. Beasley's <laughs> well. Jaw got drafted number two, but oh yeah, but he's really but the number one. I think, yeah, I think Jaw becomes number yeah. one. Yeah. I think he does. It's in his number. He's like one two. I think that that slides. Yeah, that slides Jesus of Nazareth down to five. Top five. Jesus of Nazareth is top five. It's top him. five. Yeah. Top five. Him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I hate to see AI out of the top five. AI is definitely him. Dame could have once upon a time been him. Dame was him in the bubble. Dame was him in the bubble. Dame was but like, what, do, what do you, can you what do you think about the bubble two years later? The 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 bubble breakdown two years the the mm-hmm. or, is it time I'm for a I'm still waiting for us to do the bubble breakdown. Yeah, are, are we getting a documentary out of the bubble? <laughs> who who are big men that are him? You said KG. Is Will him? Will has to Will's be him. him. Will scored 100 points in a game, dude. Wilt is him. Will, Will, Bill give, Russell. Give me, not him. give me the Wilt picture instead of the 100. It just says, I'm him. <laughs> I'm him. Him. Just him. H I M. I think you could take the 100 and turn it into him. You know what I mean? Someone uh, can do that. This is so stupid. Did you, uh, did you see that, um, there are a bunch of these smaller college basketball conferences that are, uh, 
they have this idea to uh I, I was excited about this. I don't know if you saw this, that they they are doing um they're they're using an algorithm and all I forget who's all involved, but it's been, none of the none of the none of the power conferences, but the the smaller schools are basically setting up like a a, a bracket busters on steroids where in February uh, it's not going to happen next year, but I think it's the year after that. They're going to f- figure out like a flex schedule where like an algorithm will set up like the best teams to play. I don't know if it was a home and home or what, but um, that's on the horizon tape. Did you did you see this? I did not see this, but I love that idea. So it's basically like we get to February, we have some top teams. Like yeah. Monmouth is like kind of balling out in their fringe yes. team and they want to play Winthrop. And yes. then we have like this matchup where... I don't know if it's a home and home or if it's like... Monmouth plays at Winthrop, but then Monmouth also gets to host like San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I and, love but, that. But they, they, it's it's a two game deal where you play one game on the road, one game at home. It's sort of like the bracket busters deal that ESPN used to do back yeah. in the day, where somehow Southern Illinois was always involved. That's my one, my Those one Luskies. vivid memory of uh of my one vivid memory of bracket busters was Southern Illinois always being in it. Yeah, I don't know how or why, but they were always in it. I um, mean. Who I was trying to there. Oh yeah, Walt Frazier. I was like, they have a great like uh, all timer that yeah. went to Southern Illinois. Walt Frazier. Um, so yeah, they're doing that. I'm I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. I I didn't even see that. That's okay. like yeah. I uh, I've been playing golf and basketball. I didn't even watch Luca. By the way, I just saw the oh, highlights. No, I didn't even watch. Oh, the so game. you saw? So so what you saw was like he no. He was, so you actually. Uh, let me learn a lot because what I saw was Luka Doncic dominated and is the goat. Like <laughs> he, he, he passed the tour. Like I just saw what I watched on TV today was basically like Jordan, LeBron, Luka, and it was kind of funny because I said on the last show it was like Giannis is right there in front of everybody, but no one wants to. I like, can't take Luka seriously until he starts facing like actual criticism and like once because yeah. like it's, in it's response, the same, to it's it. the same thing I was talking to you about with with Boston. Uh, with the Celtics in general, like I, I, whatever I'm, whatever media I'm consuming about the Celtics in any way, shape, or form, I, I can't, I, I just can't take it seriously, good, bad, or otherwise. I'm at a point now where I'm like, just throw it out. It doesn't like because yeah. when I read that Jalen Brown was better than Tracy McGrady, I was like, <laughs> what? I mean, maybe defensively, but I'm like, what? That, but that's yeah, but if you pay attention right. to Boston media, they'll tell you that game two is the Boston team we've seen all year, which yes. is like that's not, that's not in game one they just got hit in the mouth, and that was yeah. an aberration. But yeah. game two, that is the Boston team we have seen all year—the team that hits 23s a game, mm-hmm. the team that <laughs> like, like did like hit the record. It's just a record. We literally never see this. Um, so. I, I got to throw out all the Boston stuff, and you got to make you got to come to your own conclusions. You exactly. got to watch what your eyes tell you. I like this Boston team. Yeah, they're I, good. I think they're, they could go to the finals for sure. They're mostly likable. I I, I think I, they're pretty I'm likable. Most they're they're mostly. I can't like Marcus Smart. Can't get myself to like Marcus. I've Smart. always liked Grant Williams, but I can understand why people don't like Grant Williams. Uh, yeah, Grant. Grant He's Williams, got Draymond a little, a little, a little bit. bit. In him. Yeah, Grant Williams definitely uses his pelvis to guard guys. Yeah, he's, he's a pelvis guarder. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. I think like those guys don't endear themselves to basketball fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, he certainly does. Not a lot of SEC fans like him outside of Knoxville. Exactly, that is for sure. Two time SEC player of the year. So who cares? But that's really it. That's like like if you if you use your pelvis to guard people, I think that's a yeah. That's a good way of uh, you're a little bit of a shyster. You know what I mean? Like people are like, "Eh, I don't know about that guy, but it's okay. I like Grant Williams' game. I think he played great game too. I mean, their defense. It's so funny when during the regular season, no one talks about defense, but then we get to the playoffs, and it's It's literally well, it's all that matters if you're going to actually win. And then if I if I was to tweet in December, like I can't I can't really watch the NBA. These guys don't play defense. I would get attacked for (laughs) (laughs) when it's like. 
<laughs> Plain as day. Like all the players are like, yeah, we don't play defense. And yeah, they're, they're like, like, yeah, this shit doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, everyone gets downhill in the regular season, but then you learn in the playoffs like who actually can who actually get downhill, can, which yeah. is why James. Everyone's shocked by James Harden. They're like James Harden, what are you doing? Like just get just past get downhill. Him. Just like, do I- the thing where you do the thing. <laughs> why don't you do that? Uh, I the I I don't I can't like Marcus Smart. I can't get myself to like that guy. Uh, Al Horford never. Yeah, he's, never. He's, I'll, I'll yeah. never like any Florida Gator. Two thousand seven right, right Florida Gators. You. I like no. Um, he cheated okay. the game. You know, he cheated the game. He, yeah, they he won a national title the and they all came back. That's cheating the game. And uh, we care about the game more than anything else yeah. on the show. Game is first. But but yeah, I, Tatum Tatum's fun. Grant Williams I actually don't hate. I don't I, hate Jason Tatum, and a lot of people think I would just because of the Duke stuff, but I really don't. I, I I don't hate the guy. I actually respect. I respect that they sucked this year. And they had every reason to basically be like, trade me or I don't want to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And instead, Jason Tatum was like, you know what? I'm going to try to include my teammates and play defense. Uh, Daniel Tice, I it might be my favorite he's a, player. He's a perfect Celtic. He yeah. might be my favorite player in the NBA because every single time the whistle is blown against him or for him or anything, he 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 like cannot believe it. He's just <laughs> like, he's, he's, <laughs> this man This man will take a guy's head off. He yeah, called for a foul. And then he, he's like, he, he He's not even complaining so much as he's just like confused. Yeah, he's like, is that me? Yeah. On me? Like, on me? How? How? Like he's not yelling at the ref that you're wrong. He's just like I. I simply don't understand. I don't. I don't. What do you think about Stevens in the first game when he left? The, the, his, his I think this is about Brad Stevens, and uh, I think um, I. This is an unpopular opinion. I have a lot of unpopular opinions about Brad <laughs> Stevens, but uh, I. 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 People forget that I play for Brad Stevens. I am in the Brad Stevens coach. coaching tree. Yeah, he's exactly. my coach. We go back. Um, to to when we won fourth grade AAU tournaments together. Yeah, and I've never seen a group of uh, what LeBron would call dweebs be so upset as to when we were at summer league and Brad Stevens was like, "Mark, <laughs> stop telling people that you played for me." Mark, please stop. Oh, they're please like, stop. "What?" Brad Stevens invented the Will Smith smack. He's like, "You might have your mouth and smack me in the neck." I was like, "Sorry, coach. Maybe it was that. Maybe he, he bob knighted me. He's yeah. like, don't don't call me don't call me Brad. Call me Coach Stevens. Yeah, and you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Just make sure you call me Coach. <laughs> so, Coach Stevens, uh, which brings me to the point I want to make yeah, is that please. Brad Stevens. What I saw from game one when Brad Stevens walked out of the suite when the Celtics were getting run off their home court, and he it cuts to Brad and he's disgusted and he leaves. What I saw was a man who's not done coaching." I saw a man, if you really genuinely believe that Brad Stevens is coach's last basketball game, you're outside of your mind. There's no world in which this man is yeah, going to Yeah, because he couldn't be, even handle watching it, and he had no control over it. You know what I mean? I it, think the, the idea is that he's going to become like Pat Riley or something, where like Pat Riley hasn't gotten back into coaching. Pat Riley won NBA championships. Brad Stevens, you're telling me this man like got to the, the, the almost to the top twice then said, with no, Butler, good, yeah. then goes to the NBA, gets almost to the top over and over and over. And then says, you know what? I'm good. You know, I don't. I, I think I'm. I think I'm just not going to coach anymore. I, you know what? I'd rather do is I'd rather sit up in a suite and cross my arms well, and sit next to Bill Belichick and Carol Lawson and well, the have thing, that be, and then yeah, have that, like have some nerd with a spreadsheet that works for me tell me which guys are over the cap and what the luxury tax <laughs> means. That's what I. That's what. That's why I got into this game. Yeah. That's what I love about this game. No, there's no way he's and gonna he's gonna coach again. I just don't know where it's gonna be. I don't either, but I will say this: I agree with you because Steve Kerr. A lot of people, when he decided he wanted to go be a coach, there were a lot of people, former teammates and stuff, that were all like, I don't really see Steve wanting to be a coach. You know what I mean? He never struck me as that guy. 
But the reason he became that guy and had such an insatiable thirst to coach is because he was up in that suite. He was yeah. up in that box with the Phoenix Suns and he was going freaking crazy, crazy because he could not, he could not, like what Jerry West is doing, obviously, in winning. On time, winning time. Yeah, yeah, saying, yeah. I can't actively. The same do thing something. that happened uh, with Thad Mata last year in exactly. Indiana, watching Mike Woodson. And he's like, he's like, uh, Woody, what if we, and Woody's like, shut up, dude, you're not the coach. And he's like, okay. Yeah, you're right. I'm not the coach. Yeah. I should be the coach. I want to go be the coach. Buddy. <laughs> See, ya. fair enough. I mean, you know what I mean. And I think that you're right. And I hope Brad Stevens. I hope for it would our be a different sake, story if Brad Stevens had won like won an NCAA title, won like two NBA titles, and then now he was he was in the front office. I could see him not. I could see him be like, yeah, I've done it. I've I've already won. There's no way. That, How that long is, is the leash on John Shire? You know what I mean. That's really the question because I, I think it's two years, and I think. Uh, if Brad Stevens is going to go anywhere, I see him going to Duke. I already of- told Jeff Goodman this, and, and we re- we've relayed this to the authorities, that if I murder Jeff Goodman because uh, he reports Brad Stevens to IU when Mike Woodson retires from Indiana, and then Stevens comes around and Goodman is leading the charge that Brad Stevens to IU could actually happen. <laughs> yeah, you lose your After what we went through last time, I already I told him this when we saw him at the Final Four. I said, I said Jeff, I will, I will kill you. And he was like, I understand. <laughs> that checks out. I will. I will kill you. That is how this has to work. Uh, if, I would uh, love that if Brad Stevens. Hey, you know what I actually <laughs> think is a what, like a low key kind of path that was paved with Thad doing what he did. Brad oh, Stevens back to Butler. <laughs> he kind of did. He kind of paved the path for that. You know what I mean? To be the no. thing. No, I don't. I'm not even trying to get Brad back to college anymore, or even the state of Indiana. But but the Pacers, Brad, if you're if you're interested. If, no, um, if Brad Stevens went back to Butler, that would be cool. I, I, I just, I, I can't imagine, like I'm putting myself in his shoes. I can't imagine that that's what you want to do for the rest of your life is, is it's not, is it's sit not. up in the suite. It drove Steve Kerr to coaching. It drive me insane. Yeah. It drive me insane. So I don't know. But what, what, oh, what, 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 uh, the whole reason we got on Boston is cause I was saying, I can't trust what people say about Boston because you've learned that like, there's just too much noise and there's too much mm-hmm. of an agenda there and all that. That's where I'm at with Lucas, where it's like I I can obviously like I I have eyes. Someone needs to fight this, but it will not be me. I have eyeballs and a brain. I can see that the man is incredible. I can see that he's on a trajectory that will put him in the Hall of Fame. Very like he could play three more years and probably never touch a basketball again, and he'll be in the Hall of Fame. I I can see that he's very very good. But until I start seeing people actually criticize this man and qu- quit treating him like he's God, I can't take like any hype around Luka Doncic seriously. I can't take yeah. it seriously until you're like, Luca is good. I need that comes, to, I need, from, that comes from the top. Though. I need to hear the Luca is good, comma, but mm-hmm. conversations. And until those start happening, which I think they're starting to happen. If, if, they, if they're not going to happen after game two, I don't know. If, if they get swept, they're really going to happen, I think. Yeah. I think they got to start happening. But again, it, but starts, all this, it like, starts at the top. I mean, Mark Cuban, rightfully so. I mean, he he had Dirk, who was his darling, and Luca was the perfect yeah. follow-up yeah. act. It was kind of going from, it was like Favre to Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But at some point, someone had to tell Aaron Rodgers, like, hey, dude, you got to play. You got to log in. Like, you know what I mean? You got to, like, he, you're going to get criticized. You know right. what I mean? And then see the other side of that. So. Uh, I hope it happens for his sake because he could be one of the greatest players we ever see. Luca, like if he actually addresses the problem, yeah. gets in shape, and gets in a defensive. All I ask is the guy to get in a defensive stance once. Have you Just ever seen him in a defensive stance? Find a picture. You haven't because he's <laughs> never got. And same with James Harden. That was used to drive me crazy. I don't even care if you don't play defense. Just at least get in a defensive stance. Yeah, you know make it mean? look like you're playing. Make it look like like Russell Westbrook makes it look like he's playing defense. That's how that's how coaches. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how 
That's how like freshman coaches in high school used to coach. Like the two three zone, they're like, just stick your arms up. It looks scary. Just do the school bus zone and stick your arms up. All Danny Green does is run back with his with his arms wide. That's the only positive thing he does because like (laughs) he basically just takes up space. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's a good thing. Gotta do something out there. I hate people that I hate do nothings. You know what I mean? Do something. Yeah. Do something. Yeah. Tap the ball. Deflect the ball. Do something. Yeah. No, you're right. So. All right, what else? Is that it? You got shout-outs? Uh, honestly, I, I, all I got a shout-out is last night, I was supposed to go see Aziz Ansari, Mark Titus. I get down to the Orpheum Theater. I'm in line. I'm so excited. I had two tickets, but I didn't even bring anyone with me because I, I was like, I just want to be by myself. I just, oh, you're going to put, like, your coat and your <laughs> No, your, I was going to sit there and just, like, be – I was like, I could have invited some people, but you know what? I wanted to be alone. I wanted to see Aziz. I hadn't seen him in a long time. I'm in line. Shout out to, by the way. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I'm no, what? Shout saying. out to who? Shout out to. No, who? I was gonna say that, it, like you talking about how you bought two seats but didn't sit in one, reminds me of the UCLA lady. Who, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's yeah. like, all those seats are mine. You I can't sit here. I would have let so if someone she bought was a whole like, row in front of her. If someone so no was one like, hey, uh, can I use this seat? Yeah. I would have let them use it. But yeah, I, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean. I didn't want to invite anyone and deal with all that because especially I was like, I just want to enjoy this. I'm in line. I've never seen this in my life. Uh, I I noticed, you know, they didn't have the billing. We had Seth Rogen's table reads, but they didn't have the billing for Aziz Ansari coming on at 10. And I was a little concerned, but we're all in line. There's a lot of people there. And I'm like, okay, they start locking. They start closing the doors, locking the gates. I have no email notification. I have no nothing. And uh, luckily I asked the nice couple in front of me, I'm like, what's going on here? And they're like, we're hearing that the show's canceled. And then slowly you start seeing people like filter out. I, it was so quickly that it happened that the Uber that dropped me off was the same Uber that, that picked me up <laughs> to drive me back home. And the guy was like, what happened? And I was like, I canceled. And uh, Why I did never, he cancel? I, no, I still have no, I, I mean, maybe I have no idea. I still love Aziz. I, I, I came back home and watched a little Master of None because I was like, I needed some Aziz in my life. But that has never happened to me before until last night. He's so. having back problems? Does he have the Ben Simmons? I, I like, think woke he Ben Simmons me. I, a backyotomy. I yeah. think he Ben Simmons me. <laughs> But yeah, that was the. I just want to shout out to that experience because I've never had it before. You know, in life you have new experiences. I've never been in a line and just seen people start locking the doors <laughs> and weren't saying anything. Like you know what I mean? Like the people locking down the theater weren't being like, "Hey guys, no show" or anything. Yeah. They just started like locking just get stuff out. up, just, and then yeah. people were like, "What's going on here?" And they were just like acting like they didn't hear anything. Not my Tunnel problem. Vision. Yeah. So <laughs> shout out to those guys doing their job. Um, that's all I got though. I'm, I want to shout out. I I prepared a game that uh. May or may not be interesting, but uh, the Kentucky Derby is this weekend, and I, and I think this is the year I get back into the Kentucky Derby and horse racing. It's been a while because it used to be on my uh, used to be on my regular rotation of sporting events. Tate, I used to get really excited about horse racing. I used to get really excited about the Triple Crown. Um, and I then, feel you. And then I'm I, I haven't in recent years, and I don't know why. I don't know why. Because you're still waiting for the next Secretariat. I think yeah. we all are. Yeah, is Secretariat him. <laughs> Honestly, 100%. Secretariat should be top five. I think Jesus and Nazareth right, Jesus just, just bumped down to six. six. Throw Secretariat up there. Jim, Jim is estimating. <laughs> Jim, prepare the graphic. Make that graphic. We can tweet it out. My top, my top 13. Titus is him. <laughs> that was a defensive stance. Yes. I mean, that's the, the best. Benny. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that's the best defensive stance. I count. I count a defensive stance. If Jim you just ha- pulled up a picture. Uh, if you have your palms defense. above your waist, I have to count it. 
Yeah. If you if, that, you if just your have hands your are hands out, are above your waist, Danny Green, just yeah. put your hands out. I'll right count it. Court. Yeah, I count it. Good your job, knees. Luca. I, I take back everything I said. Luca does play. Defense. Ideally, you would bend your knees a little bit, not just <laughs> lean over at the waist, but. Uh, <laughs> But we'll count it. Um, so I prepared this game to get everybody excited about the Kentucky Derby. Um, this is a game called Kentucky Derby, former Kentucky Derby winner or obscure 1980s rock band. Ooh. So I'm going to play this with you, Tate. Tight. I'm going to mention a either a band from the 1980s mm-hmm. or a horse that won the Kentucky Derby once upon a time. And you tell me which is which. Okay. All right. We start, I'm in. I'm locked in. We start with Dark Star. Band. That is a 1953 Kentucky. Jay <laughs> <laughs> likes this game. Oh, good game. Oh man, good game. Uh, Roman Holiday. Band. That's a band. That's a band. By the way, I I literally just typed in the phrase "obscure 1980s rock band" <laughs> and hit enter. So like, if these aren't actual bands and I'm being yeah. bamboozled somehow, okay. not my fault. Yeah, I take full responsibility, but this is not my fault. <laughs> Tackhead. Band. That's a band. That's a band. Micro Disney. Horse. That's a band. Micro Disney? Micro Disney. Spelled like Disney? Yeah. Disney? Micro Disney. Jesus. They had some hits, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Little Disney. Uh, Iron Liege. That's a horse. That's a horse. That's 1957. A horse. Iron Liege. I remember. That was my <laughs> favorite race. That was one of the best. Some say he's one, <laughs> one of the hymnest horses to ever run at Churchill Downs. Top seven him. Working Week. Horse. That's a band. I hate that. That's a good horse name. That is a good horse name. Yeah, Working I would, I, yeah I, would, I would actually bet on that horse. Uh, Tommy Lee. That's a horse. That's a horse. 1959, yeah. Tommy Lee. One, again, <laughs> great race. Tommy Lee. He just named it after himself. Oh, he won because he was running with five legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jim liked that one. There you go. Uh, genuine Risk. That's a band. That's the 1980 Kentucky Derby winner. Genuine Risk? Genuine Risk. I don't remember that. I didn't watch that I, one. Yeah, I, wasn't. I didn't see that. I didn't see that one. It's been out that day. <laughs> I, was, I was blacked out in the Indianapolis <laughs> area. We didn't, we didn't get that one. Uh, Hipsway. That's a band. That's a band. Yeah. Sunday Silence. I hope it's not a band. I'm going to go horse. That's a horse. Yeah. 1989 winner. Sunday Silence. That was a good one. Uh, a few more here. Trouble Funk. Band. That's a band. If you got funk in the name, you better you be, a be a band. band yeah. Uh, color box. <laughs> <laughs> That's a band. That's a band. That's a band. A ridiculous name. That that should have that should have been workshopped. That was drugs. Color box <laughs> was drugs. Was dr- <laughs> that was acid. Uh, Baden Baden. That's a horse. That's a horse. What year? What 1877. year? 1877. <laughs> oh, the best. Uh, who, the best. Who, who could forget? <laughs> They had the wow. I guess they had. Baden Baden gave me a Duran Duran vibes. Yeah, that's yeah, why I put that one no, on it's there. good. Eighteen seventy seven, Age of Chance, band. That's a band. Uh, th- Again, drugs. This, that's the drugs. This name. one cracked me up. It's just simply Stump, Horse. <laughs> it's a band, Stump. What? <laughs> and then finally, Foolish Pleasure is the last one. That's a band. That is the nineteen seventy five winner of the Kentucky Derby, according to my research. So how many Kentucky Derbies have there been? Do you know that based on your research? Uh, I don't think we have the technology. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to the 1877, like, I'm just trying to think, like, when did they start the Kentucky Derby? 146 years ago, the Kentucky Derby started. 
zero back. I always found it interesting. Like I, the people that are really into horse racing get upset when you ask this, but like th this is something that makes sense in my brain. But but um, <laughs> it it'll like it, it, you're telling on yourself for being a casual if you say this. But why are there never back to back derby winners? Mm. <laughs> and and p anyone that pays any attention to horse racing is pulling their hair out listening to me say that because it's like, dude, no shit. The reason. Duh, 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 duh. But I don't know. I think we need like a Champions League of Derby winners. Yeah. Like, and they, they like are going like, up against these each old other. These horses up against each other. Why not, dude? Maybe that's the way to get everyone back into, I don't know. Maybe people are still into horse racing. I just, I've, I've fallen out of it and I'm excited to get back into it. I, it I'm, I'm going to get back into it too. It, it kind of feels like I'm going to watch the Derby. Yeah. It was like, I watched Daytona because you went to, you went to Daytona yeah. and then like Bubba Wallace got me all, I was like, wow, this is great. I'm actually watching again. And uh, same with horse racing. I'm going to tune back in. And I feel like Kentucky needs something. You know what I mean? Let's throw Kentucky a bone. Yeah. In, in this dark timeline that they are in where they're like, commenting well, on louisville recruits and things like that i mean this is the time where we need to focus back in on the horse well, i racing. think i think the horse racing being back is actually louisville being back not oh no i don't think this is the university of kentucky being back tate i think if the kentucky derby is back that means the oh. cardinals are back i think that's what that means oh wow anyway, so that's my shout out shout out to everybody going to churchill downs i'm uh watch. I'm getting excited for the 95. Do you have a horse that, that you're going to bet on? Do you uh, have a name stump. yet? <laughs> color too. box. Yeah, I think color box is mine. Foolish pleasure. Um, <laughs> Jim, remember the, the show I did with Charlotte where uh, we were, I, I came up with a list of fake horse names mm -hmm. and I, one of the, one of the horse names I came up with had literally won the Kentucky Derby. I, I came up with one what that was, was like, I'll have another or something. We, we, we were coming up with fake yeah, horse yeah, names yeah. and one of mine was like, it's got to be just like a phrase you just like kind of throw out. And it's and it's like fun to say, heart. yeah, bless your heart. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know, like I'll have another as a fun one because who hears that and doesn't get excited and whatever. And so I said that on the show, and then we just got bombarded with the emails. They're like, you dumb idiot! <laughs> I'll have another 1993 winner. No, dude, it was like 2012 or something. <laughs> it was 2012. I'll have another. Wow. Oops. So honestly, it just goes to show that you should be naming horses or in the or shout in the out Barbara. Barbara was one of my favorites. I think Barbara was a little, uh, I think that was 06 when I graduated high school. I remember Barbara. I was going to say, I was there when Barbara broke his leg at Preakness. They put him down, right? Mm -hmm. I was they there. Killed him. I was in the infield. That's another thing. Like, why right can there. we? That's the, when you were talking about all the champions, like horses, I was like, I mean, there's a real dark conversation to be had. I mean, again, know. another, another Let's thing. Get into it. Another, <laughs> no. This is another thing that's obvious to people that watch horse racing, not obvious to me. Why, when a horse breaks its leg, do you have to shoot it in the head? <laughs> <laughs> Can't you simply, fix you simply leg. put a cast on the horse? Yeah. Do well, we have to? Do we have to, to blow its brains out? <laughs> I, I think I, I honestly, state. I honestly do not. Know. I don't know. Do you know that, Jim? But you're, why, why they do why, that? Why they I, kill horses? I think it takes so long for it to recover, and like yeah, it's, it's impossible like not worth to, it or something. I don't know. Mine was mine was Smarty Jones. I was like, I was trying to remember one that, that like really stuck out with me. Smarty, Smarty Jones. Jones is a good one. Smarty Jones is the one that I was like, oh wow, this is fun. So we have the technology to guys can like tear their ACLs I, and be back in six months. I but personally horse, put it on the veterinarians. You know? Yeah. Like it's on them. Do like, these horses have UCLA's ankle doctor? That like the the Hami Hakez ankle. Where's Doctor James Andrews? Right? <laughs> like where? Like can he can he get in there and do something? For Giacomo? Can you imagine if you become the Dr. James, James Andrews, I almost said Naismith, Dr. James Andrews of uh, horses? And you're like the guy that the... Everyone calls in. 
<laughs> like you save these horses' lives. Did Secretariat like have like a fan? Like, what's the what's the timeline and the like? Secretariat, there has to be like someone that comes up, like a Dale Junior. You know what I mean? Like where we get like a, yeah. someone tied to Secretariat. Uh, again, another great point that these horses win the races, they become famous, they never race again. Which is, or maybe they race on some circuit I don't know about. But like, let's let's put some shine on that circuit. Number two, they they send them out to just have sex for the rest of their lives, which is a pretty sick deal. Like, granted, I, I that is sick. Like, it's a nice setup. Just don't like if you win the Kentucky Derby, as long as you don't break your leg in either of the next two races. If you break your leg, we'll kill you. If you don't, you get to have sex for the next ten years of your life. It is congratulations. Yeah, that is um, wild. But they don't do a good enough job of telling us the horses that came from the the you know who who where's the lineage yeah i need to know yeah i would like, like to the, know that so then i have like you know i mean i'm like who's I the brownie del curry now i love Steph yes, Curry. who's you the know? brownie jr of horse racing oh my god who's baden baden like who's the who's the ninth generation baden baden i need smarty jones jr <laughs> smarty jones jr dude. that's a great name it's a great and name. everyone's like i don't know i kind of like smarty jones jr I'm buying his jersey. I'm buy- <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm buying Sorry, I want more jockey shine too. I need more of the like that. I, I this is my billion dollar idea. Do the uh, the Netflix documentary like Formula One. Do that yeah. for jockeys, mm-hmm. and that's how you get horse racing to really take off in this country again. Mm-hmm. Is you do a you do a docu series behind the scenes of all Jocking the jockeys. Off. <laughs> They're jo- <laughs> jocking off. I, I like it. <laughs> I like it. That works Honestly, for me. Jockeys are. I, I've been to two horse races in my life, and one of my friends is like into horse racing and around it, and family in it. They're the craziest people in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like next to the circus, jo- jockeys are basically like you would consider them like circus creatures. You know what I mean? Like they are their own people. And they're maniacs and they do tons of drugs and they party yeah. like you never could imagine. And they're all very small and they're maniacs. So like if honestly, if you make that show, it probably would be the best television event of the season. We should we should do a reality show where we make Jim like cut off his legs mm-hmm. and then he goes Plastic and infiltrates. Surgery. Go yeah. get shorter. Go get shorter. You, like you know how remember when, who wanted to be a dolphin on uh, Kyle's dad wanted to be <laughs> yeah. a dolphin in South yeah. Park? Jim goes and is like, I want to be a jockey. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think so. And he gets he gets to sir and then he infiltrates the jockeys and he's in there just jockeying. Jim, you can drive with the jockeys. Yeah. Oh yeah. In basketball, play against them. <laughs> we need some jockeys in the NBA celebrity all star game. <laughs> that would be cool. Dunk contest. Like you dunk over three jockeys. Giannis dunks over three jockeys. That would be sick. Honestly, I think we just fixed those. Is sports. Bob Baffert back, by the way? Is he in prison? No, he's like banned. Is he in prison or is he just banned? Banned, I, I think. think. Banned, I yeah. saw that the he's other Will day. Smith at the Oscars. By the way, was Barbara the one where everybody was writing love letters to him? It was, wasn't it? That might be. Yeah. yeah maybe pe- that's why like I, people were suicidal over his <laughs> injury. We, oh, I need yeah, a documentary on those people. Where are they? <laughs> Should we just get are it? you thinking of Charles Manson? The, <laughs> no, it's Barbaro. The, they, they were writing love letters because he, he, he was killed. And then they. Even before, though, I think before he got injured, he had like, he was getting like love letters, <laughs> like groupies. He was like Magic Johnson with all the mail. 
<laughs> it's Shout true. Out to Barbaro. I think it was Barbaro. We, like, who owns the estate? Like, who there owns was, like, the brand? You know what I mean? Like, California, I like they California Chrome. You know what I mean? Like, California Chrome they, was California a pimp, too. Yeah. <laughs> they, need, they need better brands. They need they, better they, brand they, they need, better they need merch. Yeah. They need websites. They need podcasts. <laughs> former horse podcast. <laughs> former Kentucky Derby winners doing podcasts. It's like, like <laughs> I'll have another right now. <laughs> all he does is just have sex all day and yeah. then record podcasts about yeah. horse racing. Honestly, great life. I, I, I would subscribe. Right? I'm listening. <laughs> and he complain about how the horses in this generation have are the same. Yeah, yeah Smarty Jones like hates. I'll have another. He's like, dude, soft. <laughs> Could not race on my track. The dirt was different back then. It was just different, Jim. You wouldn't get it. Tough. Oh, there you go. Cap. Uh, all right. Honestly, <laughs> I'm glad you brought up that game. That was a fun game. Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah. I learned a lot about the history of the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> there you go. That's, uh, <laughs> well, like, and rock bands in the <laughs> rock band. say, What did that have to do with anything? Yeah. Uh, enjoy the weekend, everybody. Fun sports weekend. The Kentucky Derby. NHL playoffs. I've been watching a little NHL playoffs. The, the Colorado, lock, lock me in. I, I was joking when we were doing picks uh, last time. when we talked. I, I said the Lightning are going to three-peat. I said something about the Blue Jackets who aren't even in it. Uh, Colorado Avalanche are winning the cup. I like the Avalanche. Avalanche. Don't don't doubt the Canes. Don't doubt the Canes. I'm not doubting um, the Canes. You, who's, who's doubting <laughs> the Canes? Sounds like you're doubting the Canes. Uh, also, there was a big big uh, Northeast uh, versus the South moment. You know when Canes win Game Two, blow them out four two. Start chanting Boston sucks. Ooh. And uh, you know we we stole the Hartford Whalers from these Boston. I didn't know that like Connecticut and Boston. I guess they, they treat things like the same. But we stole the Whalers away. Mm -hmm. Then we chanted Boston sucks. So they're saying we have no class. Mm. Uh, they're coming at us with the class argument. So we got to go up to Boston and uh, handle some business. If only you guys could be as classy as the Boston fans. <laughs> yeah, I like, what are you talking about? We always have was Boston sucks. Like I mean, come on. We. Here it is. Were you about the? <laughs> Told you, dude. I'm locked in on the game. Freaking Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, five champs, baby. Uh, I'm I'm a Colorado Avalanche guy. So if we do a hard pivot, or they they would meet in the the Stanley yeah, Cup finals, so, right? right? Yeah. If Did you imagine if it's Avs, Avalanche versus Canes? Oh, dude, we're gonna, dude. When is when we're is, house I'm going to Colorado for Fourth uh, of July. Are the Stanley is the Stanley Cups going to still be going on? Then probably. Not. I think it's not. I think it's over by then because yeah. NBA is over by then, right? Yeah, but I, but they staggered like they. I think they pushed it back a week, right? Because like the 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 NHL playoffs started a week after after the NBA, the NBA, and I didn't know if it was to like. You're have, right. Maybe maybe there is a chance. But the playoffs will be mid. The, the, the NBA finals will be mid June. Yeah, and then it'll probably be late June. Will be the Stanley Cup final. I don't know. There's, unfortunately, there's no way for me. To look this <laughs> up. <laughs> but regardless, um, Avalanche. But that would games. be sick if I yeah. could go to to the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Oh well. Whatever. Uh, all right. We'll see you guys next week. Shout out to anybody still listening to this and having any idea what the hell we're talking about.